Podcast is about taking media action. Find the problem, fix the problem. This is your opportunity. It's either a hell yes or a fuck no. It's that simple. <laughs> now is the time to take action. Now's the time to do more and be more. Hey, welcome everybody to the Tangle One Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Smith. Today, I'm running a solo episode. So we're going to call these ones, I'm going to start doing these a little bit more often, uh, Tactical Shorts. So these ones are just going to be nice. Uh, you know, I love the short shorts. These are going to be short episodes uh, built off of like comments, questions, and things that I've received uh, through social media, in the gym, uh, in person, out at uh, some seminars I've been doing, and things like that. So uh, yeah, let's get roll with it and uh, let me know what you guys think. Of course, this episode is sponsored by Murray Insurance, Team Murray Insurance. Uh, we just had a great night with them, head, headed over to the Kingsville Gala. Super proud of uh, one of our members, Kim Lewis. Uh, the Murrays treated us to Kim's uh, beautiful uh, gala, which goes a long way to supporting charity. It's the Char Neighborhood Charitable Alliance, which basically supports all of the Kingsville, Ontario area in kind of charity work for people that, you know, not typical uh, charity where they would need help and don't have the the money to buy meds or buy braces and things. So it was a beautiful night. A bunch of Garajim Army was there and looking shredded, uh, which made me super happy seeing, uh, you know, uh, 10, 15 of us all shredded up, walking around, looking great. The ladies in their gowns, the guys all dressed up. Uh, great night. And thank you to Murray's for doing that and for sponsoring this podcast all the time. So please hit them up if uh, you guys are looking for anything for insurance. Uh, also, uh, yeah, things have been going on. So I don't know. I, I haven't really talked about it. I hooked up with uh, my guy, Sean Bacon. You can find him on episode something in the 80s. Uh, Sean is with Dynamic Consulting. He is Dynamic Consulting and uh, asked me to come out and help him out on a seminar uh, up in Niagara Falls. It was a truly unbelievable experience. I got to contribute. I got to learn. I got to watch. I got to, you know, associate and network with a bunch of uh, very successful people. It was an awesome opportunity and some of the stuff we're going to discuss here came up uh, while I was there as also some um, you know some Instagram comments and posts that have or and questions that have been shot my way so I'm going to keep people out of it I'm not going to name names but we're going to go over just a few things from uh, you know today we're going to talk about some of the programming that I've been doing uh, eating I'm going to talk about uh, some of the challenges I've had leading and even like my favorite ab exercises and stuff like that so uh, so don't bear with me I hope you really enjoy this and and here we go so one of the first questions I got here uh, that I'm going to kick off with today was what has been one of the biggest challenges you have had leading this team? Uh, I took that as meaning the garage gym team since I left the policing world. And uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's been a challenge. It was the same challenge, I guess, when I was leading the SWAT team. It's, uh, you know, it's very hard to, to know that um, I'm not a person who relied much on education. I guess this is a good way to go for it. You know, I was, I went to high school, obviously, you know, I, I didn't get great grades. I went there basically to play sports and I did what I had to do to pass. Um, however, I think my teachers, my parents recognized that I did have some intelligence and they fed me some things, some books, some, you know, they really fed the things that I actually stoked the fire for me. And I really appreciate that they did that kind of almost like they really applied like a homeschool 
learning system to me as an individual. And I appreciate that they were able to recognize that and help me along. But once I went to college, kind of, uh, you know, in and out of there, didn't really, you know, took architecture, didn't really care for it and got hired with the police. And, you know, so right away, everything I, I learned was mostly through books, through extracurricular kind of knowledge, uh, books and learning from my father and learning from other mentors. And then right through SWAT, you know, learning from, you know, people that had been on the job and doing things better than me and at a higher rate than me uh, and learning very, very quick. So I, sometimes I do struggle when, uh, you know, people join the team and they come and the same thing was with policing. I know I heard a nurse talking about this recently too. You know, somebody comes right out of school and thinks they know everything, right? Like, and that is, a, that's been a struggle for me is like, you don't know what you don't know, right? And, and for me, understanding that I have to also provide that person with guidance, but also coach them along so that they, you know, they have the opportunity to find out what they don't know and to gain that experience and to make their own mistakes, and I really struggle there sometimes to empathize, empathizing with that, right? Because of my, you know, my upbringing through like a hands-on leadership and most of my, you know, most of my success has been gained through mentorship, through experience, through self-learning. So not having that tool, maybe I don't respect it as much as I should. Uh, and also then guiding it and edging it when somebody is that like, yeah, I took that course. I know how to do that, right? We all know that you know, how you learn things at the police college or a nursing school or at a you know, fitness certification is not necessarily going to apply to every single person. Actually, it's not necessarily, probably will not apply to every single person in every single circumstance. And that's where experience comes in, right? So I like to say education is a tool, uh, experience is the filter, right? Experience can prove that education to be completely useless, which is still very important, or uh, somewhere in between, or completely effective. So keeping an open mind to that, and that's a struggle for me. Um, what what are your some of your favorite ab exercises? I'm not gonna get into all the ab exercises. I'm gonna give you guys one real simple one to focus on that I love. Uh, the reason I love it is because it is like more of a full body exercise. So for me, it's got to be hands down. And we do them all the time in here. No, not seal sit-ups. I know a lot of people are listening. They're probably saying seal sit-ups. My favorite one, though, is for sure the hanging leg raise. Why do I love the hanging leg raise? Uh, one, because I'm getting like, I'm getting a good upper body pump. I'm getting stronger. I think that is one of the most, the hanging leg raise is a great uh, regression or like first step for pull-ups. It's incredible. Like pull-ups are one of the most important uh accessory movements for making your deadlift stronger, believe it or not. So by working on that hanging leg raise, I am getting a huge upper back workout. I'm getting some biceps in there. You're getting your lats and you're obviously getting your core, your hip flexors. So I just find that it gets a ton, a ton of bang for the buck. They're hard as hell. Um, there's tons of variations you can do with them, right? You can, uh, you can go with the supinated grip. You can go with the wide grip. Uh, you can go knees kind of to elbows. You can go just up to a 90 degrees feet out. You can bring your toes all the way up to the bar. And really, you don't need any gear to do it. So it's you don't have to lay on the ground too, which is another big one, right? When you're you know out doing things uh, in the yard, you can jump up on your, uh, you know, your kid's swing set. You can get just a bunch of reps in. I know people think I'm crazy when I do that, but it's just a simple way to get a lot of work in. Um, it is great for core stability. And the obliques, right? Don't forget, like, you don't have to go in a straight line. We can go cross-sectional and all those things. So that's why I just love that exercise. You can kind of target all kinds of muscles, get a lot of bang for your buck, you know, get get a nice shredded abs if that's what you're after, but also be able to, you know, 
to up your lifts, be able to boost those lifts, be able to hit a bigger deadlift, get more pull-ups, which is really going to transcend to all kinds of exercises. You get a stronger upper back. This is one of the great ways to do it while you're doing something else. You get a strong upper back. You're going to have big lifts. You have big lifts. You're going to burn more fat. And it just goes on and on and on and on of how that is going to transcend, transcend success. So another uh, comment I had, which is a very thank you on this comment. Um, you're looking pretty buff. Okay. That was uh, something that came out the other day. Thank you. I won't even say who it was, but it was hilarious. It was a uh, uh, it went right to my head. Obviously, Danny was working with a customer. She said that a member, a private member, she said that to me and it went right to my head. But uh, I've gotten that comment a couple times lately. And I really believe uh, for me in the last like uh, three months, I have really, really locked down on my training and my programming. I've really started to pay attention to a great amount of details. Um, I went to that conjugate instructor course. Uh, kind of as a helper on the course. And uh, it was just a good reminder too. I had to tighten some things up in my programming, add a little bit more variety, which we have now, we have exposed to the garage gym and, and people in general, not just me or having just a great success with it. So the programming has been on point for me. The attention, like it doesn't matter. The best program ever doesn't matter if you're not going to execute it, right? Like it's just like uh, the offensive playbook for the Lions. You can have the best offensive playbook ever, but if you don't have the players to execute it, it's, it's worth shit, right? So one, making sure that your client or yourself are able to execute the program and then giving it all your, all your trust and all your love and, you know, and having the strength to sit down and recover when you need to, which has been huge for me over the last year. You guys have heard me talk about, uh, you know, pulling out my hamstring in that hundred meter dash I did last summer and really changed the way I look at things. I'm not pushing through a lot of uh, conditioning days. And I, I've had this talk with lots of members, our, our conditioning, our FYF days, especially our FYF day, fuck you Friday. For those of you who don't know, Fridays, we get after it today. We're going to get after it because Corey's leaving. I'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, Fridays kind of don't jive with the rest of our programming. So when I come in on a Friday, instead of going all out, like today, there's a, there's a ton of reps, it's a ton of fun for our culture. It's great for us as a team. It's really good for your head too, I find. But what I do when I come into some of these is I like, I go with a real lightweight. I'll get on the skier again. I won't go at a hundred. I'll go to like a 70%. So I can take that FYF, turn it more into a, you know, a, a what do you want to call it? Like a level two uh, conditioning, right? Or whatever you want to, you know, the state, you know, state this, state that, that people talk about conditioning, but I'm just going to lower my intensity and it's making me feel a hell of a lot better. Uh, the other thing I've done is I've really dialed in my nutrition. Um, I've continued to cut back my drinking, but my nutrition has been really been on point, probably at 90, 10 uh, since Christmas. And uh, that makes a big difference. And if you're talking nutrition, I, I you know, I tell, try to tell people like, make it simple, make it easy. And counting macros, yeah, it's effective. But man, I hate counting macros. I hate weighing every single thing we we do. Last summer, uh, Danny, actually, we did the uh, summer challenge here, the summer six-week transformation, summer shred, we call it. And she actually modeled it after the nutrition plan that I had worked through with her. Uh, she did the, she does all the science, let's say. And I just kind of like, hey, this is what I like to do. Let's dumb it down, dumb it down, dumb it down. And the way I do it now is she has it somehow measured out in her, her numbers. And I really suggest like, if you want to hit her up for a fuel program, if you're a guy getting muscle, a girl wants to gain muscle, lose weight, get in shape for your wedding, whatever she is, she's good at what she does. And so back to the point is today, like my, this is what my meal plan looks like. Eight cups of protein, seven cups of carbs and three tablespoons of fats. 
Now, that is not something I'm telling everybody to do. That's one built for me. But because I'm measuring in cups and just those tablespoons, that's my intake for the day. I am literally open the fridge. I open up the, the batch cooked meat that I have. I have two meats cooked, usually a chicken and a beef, uh, a big thing of vegetables and some rice or potatoes. I walk into that fridge. I scoop it. Two scoops, boom. Two scoops, boom. And that's my totals for the day, my running total. It is so fast because I do batch cook on Sundays that I really don't have to think about it. My food is enjoyable. I love it. And, and I don't, it doesn't like, it's not a daunting task. And because of that, I think that's where the success is coming. Then, you know what, when we're all home and we want to cook a fresh meal, we do it. But most time, like, you know, it's you're in, you're out, and we're trying to set ourselves up for success. So find the easiest way. So that has been the way that I have been able to really kind of dial it in as of late. Um, looking forward to showing this thing off on the beach. Uh, Danny's dialed hers in too. So we are really excited, uh, you know, as a family to be uh, feeling healthier, stronger. And then as the garage gym family, like I talked to with the gala, looking around and just seeing this is the best that our, our gym and the goal isn't, I mean, everybody comes here for aesthetics. Everybody is like, you're lying if you say that you don't. Uh, however, we've been able to get people looking the best they've ever looked, in my opinion, uh, by focusing completely on performance. The women in particular, I'm going to give the women, the guys are doing great. They're fucking crushing it. And it's easy to get the guys to buy into big weights. The women are pushing so much weight. And we are hitting the biggest numbers we've ever hit as far as garage gym women. What's not happening is they're not getting weight. They're looking great. Their numbers are going up. You can see the difference in their tone. However, they're not getting weight, one pound, losing a couple pounds, you know, depending on where they started, but they're not gaining weight. It's not like these women are hitting 300 pounds, but they're gaining 20 pounds to do it. That's what the best part of it. You know, strength training is the key. Focus there. Throw in a little bit of conditioning to make sure that you're healthy so that you do have a good foundation to, you know, to last, to be able to continue to strength train and to keep your cardiovascular up so that your heart is all healthy and all those things. And then really dial in your food. An 80-20 split is not hard to do. It is not hard to do if you make it simple enough. So find a way to do it. If you need some advice, please hit us up. We would, we love to help. All right. And uh, what's with the booty work? I've been getting some chirps from uh, some of the guys. He's like, hey, the garage gym become a booty gym. No, it's not a booty gym. Okay, but one thing, like if you heard a couple episodes ago with Dan Skidmore, you know, like I would much rather have my people train, like, um, like this is the quote. It's like Brazilian uh, booty models and MMA fighters, right? Tactical operators. Then I would have them thrash themselves with Olympic lifts or thrash themselves with hit every single day. Why? Because if you Focus on your glutes and your hamstrings. You are going to stay pretty freaking injured free and you're going to be strong as fuck. If you train like a tactical operator, okay, like a fighter, you are training for performance. You're training to be strong. You're training to be powerful and resilient to injury. And I think those are the keys to our programming. So yes, this booty program that we've been doing, uh, it's really is just a name and it was more so to get the buy-in, you know, I want to really get some buy-in for some people on this program and, and we're calling it gluten hip, by the way, not booty. Yeah. But Carlos who was on the podcast about a month ago. We talked about it here. We have not really changed a lot of movements other than the, you know, we're not doing heavy, heavy hip thrusts all the time. We, yes, we have put them in. We're doing some box squats, but we're doing a lot of little accessory movements, which all those things do look like is rehab. If you've been to rehab, your low back, 
That is a lot of the shit we're doing. We're doing donkey kicks. We're doing fire hydrants. We're doing glute bridges all the time at high reps, really focusing on the contraction. We're focusing on focusing. We're focusing on focusing the mind to the body so that we're making that connection. We are feeling the proper muscles work and we are seeing results. I actually, for sure, this sounds hilarious as I sit in my room by myself here. Uh, I for sure have a thicker ass. Okay. And, and people are saying that they are feeling it every single day. And really a lot of it is buying with the brain power and more focus from everybody, trainers, members alike, because if the trainers are explaining it properly, we're getting the proper queuing out, we're getting people to fire properly. And they're listening and they're doing the things we're asking and making those little adjustments on their fly based on how they feel, then the results will come and they are coming. Awesome. All right. Uh, another nutrition question, which came in and I'm wearing my HQ supplement hat, right? It's my HQ nutrition hat. So I might as well answer a few of those. What supplements do you take and how are they different than other people? I can't really speak on how are they different than other people. I will say um, based on my needs or some uh, supplements I take that might not be common for other people. So uh, HQ Nutrition, obviously, they're my sponsor. They sponsor the podcast. Uh, you can go use Tangle 15. Hopefully, maybe this sells a couple of things. And, you know, I get a little bit of kickback on that. But that's not the point of this question. I do. Uh, you can get these products from probably a lot of different places. So go to one that you trust. Obviously, I trust them. They use top end products. And they're, you know, they're born and raised in my town. So that means a lot to me. Uh, so my subs that I'm taking right now, I, I do take whey. You know, I, I I am simple when it comes to whey, chocolate, vanilla, and I take the highest quality possible New Zealand, completely natural whey. I know it's not as sweet as the isolates. Maybe the flavor isn't so strong, uh, maybe a little bit harder to get down, but I really have no problem with it. I love it. And I take it down. I take down only about one scoop, one and a half scoops away per day. The occasional is throwing a second scoop if I need an extra meal or if I want something light before bed that I've got to get down, I will take an extra scoop of whey. Uh, but that's an obvious one. I think most people in these days, you know, almost everybody's using protein powder. But if you're going to buy it, make sure you get a good quality one. Um, I, you know, EAAs are another thing that I'm taking all the time. I take them pretty much every day while I work out. Uh, it's really the only break from water and coffee that I have these days. So it's it's more of a treat than it is for performance, but it does do a lot of great things. Uh, Danny's put a lot of great posts. If you want to read more about that, I'm not going to spend much time there. Uh, but I throw in, uh, this is the, this is the key is I throw in creatine into my, uh, my drink, uh, and creatine. This is the longest I have ever been on creatine. I have gone on and off creatine since I was probably 16 years old. I'm 44 years old right now. Creatine, like, you know, is one of the most tested uh, supplements on the market, uh, with very little, uh, you know, negative things about it. But what I found with this particular brand with HQ is this is the first time. Why have I not taken it so long? Because it does increases muscle mass. Uh, improves recovery, which has been huge. That's been one of the things I did, like I mentioned, I hit on a little bit earlier with the programming, uh, energy, performance, uh, big time muscle pumps, right? And it increases your, uh, and your fat loss. So all those things are, are great positive side effects from it. In the past, I have not stayed on creatine, even though I felt those great things, I felt negative things, were gassy, bloated, uh, super dehydrated headaches, the HQ brand, I don't know if it just means it's cleaner or if it's better, but I am not getting any of those side effects. And I've now been taking creatine very solidly for oh, probably every day for a year. And I feel fantastic about it. I'll go off it for a month, you know, on it for two months on for um, off. On for two months off for a month, basically, is what I do. But I've been going solid at that for a year. And I know a lot of women are now uh getting into the creatine and loving it and loving that feel of that pump during the workout after the workouts. 
And once you get going, you can just take a little bit every single day, follow the you know doses on the back, but I'm finding great results from that. Another supplement I'm taking on a daily basis. Uh, this is kind of more specific to me, I guess. Uh, I'm 44 years old, like I keep saying, and I am taking test boosters. So that test boost uh, that I take, lots of similar products out there, but the one I take, you know, it's got uh, magnesium in it, zinc. Okay, those are important things, vitamin B6. Uh, those are all things that are going to help you actually recover, right? So like uh, magnesium helps the muscles to relax. When the muscles relax and you're in rest, that's when muscles grow, right? And of course, uh, Tomcat Ali, you probably see it like probably just by listening to this and your phone listening to me, you're going to get the, there's a Uberman sponsored ad that comes on trying to sell Tomcat Ali because it is like a natural, almost like they say, if you take so much, it's almost equivalent to taking steroids, but in, in, a, in a good way. Uh, steroids are not something that I dabble in, uh, nor have I dabbled in. And I, I choose to stay away from it for as long as I can. I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm not saying if somebody is going for, you know, in, in a sport where it is allowed or not allowed and you have certain goals, that's, that, I'm not judging that. What I'm saying is I want to last as long as I can producing my own. And then when I need it, I will go to the doctor, right? I will go to the doctor. And if he thinks that I, or she thinks that I need, you know, the testosterone replacement, then I'll go for it there. I just don't want to start using it now. So these are the ways that I'm doing to keep my testosterone up, right? I'm, I'm lifting heavy weights, taking creatine. I'm doing a little bit of supplementing, sleeping, really, really focusing on sleeping and really focusing on not training hard on days that I need to rest because I'm finding those to, you know, I can feel it. I can feel it in my body. Today is probably not the best day for me to go hard. And that is what I will do. And I'll stick to it. And then of course, the one you always hear me pumping on the podcast, HQ Focus, I have had a ton of concussions in my, 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 my time. I also, you know, I, you know, I feel like that little eight day DHD thing going on, whereas, you know, just, just through life, it's not really, I don't know if I have that. I don't really care if I have that one. I think one of my superpowers is actually be able to do multiple things and go in all kinds of directions at the same time, but that can be a curse sometimes as well. Right. So focus really helps me dial it in. It's a nootropic. I think it is one of the best products. I, I cannot believe how it still makes me feel great. I'm going to hit that tomorrow as I, I'm going to be hitting uh, the highway for a very long drive, which I'm going to get into after and uh, and get after that. So hope that helps. And I hope uh, somebody you know takes that and goes with it somewhere. I, I do not take men's multi. That's, you know, women's multi. I know that's one that Danny really recommends. They just don't make me feel good. So, you know, I stay away from those, but go for it. And of course, the test boost, right? You're looking for that libido, right? That's another great reason to keep your test up, right, guys, is muscle strength. But, man, you want to still feel that lust. You want to be able to do the things that you've always been able to do, right, at least once, right? So so stay focused on that and get after it. All right, what's next on the docket here? So thank you, guys. I hope you're enjoying this so far. I'm kind of enjoying it, being in my office all by myself, chatting away to the a computer screen. Uh, old man, right? So... We've been talking a lot about the 44-year-old thing. So I saw a picture of myself, and I did a post, and it got a lot of attention. Right? I called it Father Time. I saw a picture of myself. It was the first time I looked at that picture and said, oh, my God, I look old. You know, I look a lot older. I'm, I'm pretty, I think I'm a person who looks rather young for their age, um, you know, I, I hope. And I looked at this picture, and I'm like, man, I, I kind of feel old, but I was okay with it. You know, and it really helps me, like, I, I'm finding that I'm making some decisions based off of that in a positive way. I'm making decisions to do some things because I really, right now, like there's some things I have not done in my life that I really want to do. That's some places I really want to see some people I want to spend some more time with. 
um, really making sure that I stay healthy and strong so that I can do those things. So I'm going to elongate my opportunity to make those things happen and trying to be present. So well, one of the ways I kind of applied this is, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we got wind that uh, Corey was leaving, right? Corey Voltaggio, the great coach. He's been on here a million times. He's he's going to be pursuing uh, his dream to work in the emergency responses. And you know what? I, I Of course, it sucks for the gym. It sucks for me personally as his friend, as his, as his boss, I guess, for lack of a word, better word. But for him, I'm super excited. This is the right thing for him to do. And I firmly believe in what he's doing. Uh, but all that being said, I realized that, you know, when Corey leaves, I'm going to have to step up a little bit more in terms of being present on the floor and more back in the trenches, I guess, so to speak. And, you know, we're, we're contemplating throwing around, getting on, a, going on vacation and we, it, you know, money's a little bit tight right now. We couldn't afford it and well, we could, but we had to make some things work. So like, it's not like it's an easy thing for us to do, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you know what? My kids were flipping through a, a picture book. They got these, Danny has a thing on her phone she hits a heart or something. And every time it gets say 40 pictures, it makes a picture book automatically and emails it to us. If you guys want to know that, that is one I recommend because we have all these little, they're probably six by six picture books, nice and small, so easily stored. And we got all these great pictures because you, instead of them being on our phones or on paper, but anyways, the point is the kids are flipping through all these things. They love to flip through them. And I just like, I just looked at the kids and I'm thinking, we will not put any more pictures in that book if we stay here this week. Let's go put some pictures in that book. And so we are going to drive all the way to Florida. We're leaving tomorrow night. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, we decided, like I said, over a week ago, and of course, Danny took the homeschool thing and went all in on this trip. Uh, the boys are studying it. My father, thank you, dad, got both boys like an I-75 from Detroit to Florida, like detailed glossary book where they're, they're looking through this thing. They're highlighting things, circling things, made checklists for what they're going to, what they want to do and what they want to see on the way up. And man, that is, that is it for me. It's like, I, the more, the more that I'm, I'm here, right. And the more that I realize what I have accomplished, the less I need to accomplish more for myself, the more I want to, you know, to do things that are going to create experiences with uh, my boys and I in particular. And of course, the, you know, the whole family, my parents, everybody else, but I want to, I want to do those things. I want to be around my family my immediate family, my kids, my wife, and of course, the other people that are very important in my life, including, you know, my, my inner circle of friends who are very, very important to me. So that is, uh, you know, that's a little bit of a rant about a father time picture, but that one got a ton of, uh, a ton of questions and a ton of comments uh, as what was the inspiration behind it. So, you know, I hope that that, I hope that helps you guys. You know, I hope that people listen to this thing, you know, think about it. What are the things that you, you know, uh, actually Monica, who works for us, who's uh, for Packed Pancakes, she owns Packed Pancakes, works a couple shifts a week for us. And she posted something and it really said, you know, you buy a fancy perfume and then you put it in the bathroom and you put it in the closet and you save it for a nice occasion. You know, I'm the king of that. I do that with like shirts, right? I buy a nice shirt, saving it and I'm saving it and saving it. I'm never wearing the damn thing it goes out of style, right? I don't want to be like that with my life. And I, you know, there's still a lot of things that I want to do and I want to make sure that I get them done. So prioritize them and just book it, man. Freaking book it. If you don't book it, you'll always find a reason not to, just like your gym appointment. You know, Sunday, book your gym appointments for the whole week so that you show up. Because if you don't, you'll find a reason not to. And the last one that came across, uh, you know, tough times, tough times. So, you know, Corey leaving in terms of, you know, it, it's tough. It's going to be tough for us. It's going to be tough to absorb the loss of somebody who contributes here so greatly 
in so many different ways. And, you know, that came on, on the cusp of a couple other tough things that were going on. And, you know, and I want to like highlight that one, that is hard versus actually hard. Come on guys. Like, you know, the things I used to deal with and, and what this prison, you know, that, you know, having that kind of uh, comparison, I guess, you know, these kind of things that I'm saying are hard now versus the kind of things that were hard 10 years ago in my life when I was, you know, out there on the streets dealing with the worst of the worst. They don't even, they don't even like, they don't even like make sense. It doesn't even seem like fair. So that's, a, that's one way to really help you through tough times is having some comparisons to things that were fucking shitty and worse that you've done, that you've beat, or even sometimes, honestly, using somebody else's t- uh, bad situation. And it, it's not like you're, you're using it in vain. You're using it to motivate yourself that like, Hey, listen, that person's, uh, you know, just had a, a friend whose father passed away. And you know, like, oh man, what they're going through is a lot worse than what I'm dealing with right now. And that's a good way to ground yourself. But another way to help through tough times, which I found, and I, I've been through them, and I, you guys have heard me openly talk about my problems with, you know, mental health and things like that, and is to make sure that I am putting the time in ahead. So I'm building up, I'm building up my dam or I'm building up my break wall to protect myself. So when the storm, you know, when the, the seas are calm, I'm adding sandbags to that brick wall by working out, by eating healthy, by spending 10 minutes a day. I don't meditate, but I spend 10 minutes a day in pure quiet, just sitting there reading. Uh, journaling is something I've really gotten into. And now even just uh, stretching. So I am like doing these things, uh, cold plunges, you know, doing these things that I really hope are helping me to have these habits so that now when the water gets rough, sure, some will come over, a sandbag or two will get knocked over and we'll get a little bit of flooding, but we won't lose the property, right? That's the idea is like, if you prepare yourself, if you get yourself mentally strong, physically strong, you have coping we don't want coping mechanisms. We want actual offensive measures, I guess, is what I is what I, how I try to look. I'm not looking to cope. I'm looking to push forward, right? So maybe I have to stop and I have to stalemate for a little bit, take a couple steps back, but then I'm looking for the first opening and I'm going to go back ahead, charge ahead. And that's how you do it is by doing the things in the forefront. Because if the water's already coming in and you're now trying to stack those, those sandbags, it is not going to work. Trust me, I've been there at that point in my life. And I really, I, I talked about this at the, uh, I don't know which one of it was, but one of the things I went to and did some speaking at, and I really don't know. I really don't know if my struggles with mental health was the win or the loss. I don't know if I made it through because I did do a lot of really good things. I did the exercising, you know, I did eat healthy. I did do some things, you know, that probably helped me to get through it. Had I done more, would I have been better off? Had I done less, would I have made it? I don't know, right? And I, I guess it doesn't matter because it's also given me the opportunity to have the experience and the platform to speak on some of these things openly and hopefully help other people through any kind of mental health problems that you're going to help. But the, the stronger you are physically, the more that will help. Stay focused on it. If you need anything at all, please hit me up. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Uh, we will chime in. Danny and I are going to be on their next episode. We're going to do it from Florida. We're going to let you know how the 20-hour ride went with the kids and what our strategies were there. Uh, and just, you know, have some of me. Everybody loves when she's on here. We have the, the normal banter. She'll make fun of me lots. And, uh, and that'll be it. So everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for following the show. I appreciate you very much. And Go get it. Make May coming up the month to dominate. For those of you entering the Garage Games, I'm very proud of you. For those who haven't signed up yet, do it. 
Uh, and if you're looking for a free trial at the Garage Gym for the first time ever, we have VIP one week trials. VIP one week trials, meaning that we will actually give you a one on one uh, training session before we put you through a, a free week. So a free week and a free one on one training session, possibly with me, possibly with any other trainer that you want. And uh, come in, oh, give us a shot, man. I, I know that you will love it. That is it. Over and out. Now's the time to do more and be more.